Welcome back to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Election night. It's late. It's about two in the morning. Um, looks like uh, we're not going to know the winner at least for a couple of days. Is what uh, what I'm gathering from all the different news outlets. And uh, you got Georgia that's had some type of a blip. Uh, currently, it looks like Biden's ahead by what they're projecting by 0.4 percent. And uh, we won't get that result until tomorrow or later. Pennsylvania, they're not really giving you a deadline when they're going to turn theirs in. Uh, Michigan, same thing. Uh, Minnesota looks like it's going to end up going to uh, Biden. They're about to call it. They haven't called it yet, but it looks like they're going to call that because it's leaning his way. Arizona is uh, – Arizona was in play – it looks like Fox News called it super early when they were only 80% in. They had almost a million votes still out, which, uh, you know, it's hard to understand why they're calling it so fast. Fox News all night tonight has sucked. They've been calling it so fast uh, for Biden, it seemed like, and, and not as fast for Trump. I mean, Florida was in at like 99% for hours, and they wouldn't call it. But then you got Arizona's in at 80% with a million votes still missing and they're calling it for them. So that was a little bit awkward. I don't know what they were, you know, what their intentions are there. Um, Virginia just had a little blip where they say they overcounted about a hundred thousand ballots for Joe Biden. So that's coming back. So Virginia is still very much in play. It's possible. Virginia used to be a state that was a, a swing state that a Republican could win as of late. It has gone democratic pretty hard, but, Assuming with all the lockdowns and the gun measures they've been, gun control measures they've been trying to put into uh, place over there and how badly they have treated their people, the governors and stuff, it's maybe they've woken up and uh, they're going to swing back a little bit, you know, to the uh, conservative Republican side. Um, But here's a list of where we're at so far. Uh, Biden took, which none of these are surprising, but Biden took. Vermont, Virginia, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Jersey, Illinois, New York, New Mexico, D.C., Colorado, California, Washington State, Oregon, New Hampshire, Hawaii, and uh, the 2nd District in Nebraska. Trump has taken Kentucky, West Virginia, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Oklahoma, um, South Carolina, Arkansas, Florida, Louisiana, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Indiana, Kansas, Missouri, Utah, Ohio, Texas, Idaho, Montana, and Iowa up to now. North Carolina is pretty close there. Like I said, uh, he's expected to take North Carolina. He's got uh, a little over 100,000 vote lead there, and they're wrapping up all their votes. They're pretty much all in. Uh, Georgia's questionable, and like I said earlier, the other states that are uh, kind of in toss-up territory or we're going to be waiting until God knows when to get the results on them. They did start marching in D.C. already, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and some other uh, communist organizations are starting to cause some ruckus over there. Um, Biden came out, you know, gave a little four-minute speech, which, you know, even during that speech, he had a couple little jumbles there. But during his four-minute speech, 
was trying to be inspirational to his people, said they're still in the game, they're not out of it yet, and you know, and that uh, basically everybody sit tight and they're going to win. Uh, Trump did tweet out a few things about he's going to make a speech. Like I said, it's 2 o'clock. Haven't uh, heard the speech or know when he's going to give the speech. Um, it does look like there's a bunch of tomfoolery going on, though. I mean, you had uh, earlier in the night, Virginia, they said that uh, armored vehicles picked up some ballot boxes that they weren't going to count until tomorrow. And then that changed. Uh, then they had the whole, oh, we overcounted Joe Biden by 100,000 votes. Um, Michigan, Pennsylvania, all day long you've been seeing voter suppression. And, and uh, it's been a mess today. This whole voting cycle has been a mess. I think one of the left's biggest plans was to keep all of us waiting. Uh, the tension in the country gets higher and higher. And it seems like they're always trying to you know, spark that in us to keep the tension extremely high because now we don't know who the winner is, which is going to give us more doubts on election and, you know, election security. And if any, you know, either side's trying to cheat or whatnot, but, uh, the tension's pretty high now. And now that knowing that we're not going to know at least some of the States until probably the morning or afternoon tomorrow and some other States, possibly all the way till the end of the week or further, uh, is not good for anybody. It's not good for us, not good for the country. Uh, it's just going to keep get everybody, you know, keep everybody upset, off balance, and probably angry. Donald Trump did do a good job in some of the states he needed to win. You know, Florida was definitely a must win, and he picked up Florida by a pretty big margin, uh, bigger than he picked it up against Hillary Clinton. He was at a little over 3% with Hillary Clinton. He was a little over 2 And a lot of that would be attributed to the Latin American community, especially the Cuban-Americans in uh, Dade County. You know, they, they get a whiff of the whole Black Lives Matter socialism movement. Uh, these are people that fleed from their country because of that. And they certainly don't want to see none of that here. So I think they definitely underestimated there. Um you know, most of Florida went red, so it was nice to see Florida did a good job on that. Texas, which was a big, you know, was questionable. You start hearing Texas is in play, you know, that's worrisome because uh, California, you know, you get 55, you know, electoral votes, and Texas is 38. So, I mean, you you start out, if both of those went blue, it's pretty much over before it began because that's you're getting hit hard there because you know they're going to pick up New York and uh, they're going to pick up Illinois more than likely. So they're going to pick up 200 votes real quick and in a hurry. Uh, but Texas did end up going red as it normally does. Most of the states that you expected to go red went red. It's all the ones that everybody's been talking about that's been lingering that are the obviously the ones that are not reporting quick enough. Uh, Arizona, you know, like I said earlier, uh, Arizona at one point just stopped reporting voting for almost four hours. And it's like, well, what are you guys doing? You've been 80% for almost four hours and nothing has come in. And then Fox News goes ahead and calls it for Biden. And then they end up retracting it. And it's like, what, what Fox News, what the hell are you doing? And Arizona, what the hell are you doing? You guys, this is election night. You know, let's get on it. You know, in our history... Uh, with our traditions, we, you know, 
We get to it. We usually know into the late hours of the night, unless it's a complete blowout, into the wee hours of the morning or late hours into the night, however you want to look at it, we usually have a pretty good handle on who's going to win and where we stand. As far as it goes right now, it's exactly on the East Coast, 2.06 in the morning. Um, And we have a slight lead currently. Trump has a slight lead. Um over Biden, I think uh, last I looked, it was uh, like 203 to like 213. I mean, it's, you know, really nothing in the big scheme of things. But uh, we are currently holding the lead. The Trump has to pull off Georgia, which I would not be surprised as close as the race is in Georgia. I would not be surprised if that state is definitely headed for a recount because you are less than half a point. Uh, Atlanta still got to come in, so it, that's not going to be pretty. Um, you're a little over a point in North Carolina. He must take North Carolina. If Virginia flips, that would be pretty big because that would take it out of Biden's column and put it in the Trump's column, and that would help quite a bit. Um, he needs to pick up Pennsylvania. He has a, an extremely sizable lead in Pennsylvania right now. Uh, in Pennsylvania, he's... I don't know. He's at, uh, I think last I looked, about he's about 700,000 up. Uh, he's 14 points up. And to, you know, pull some shenanigans and tomfoolery and take that type of lead away with mail in and everything, I mean, that's a huge lead to try to steal. I mean, you have to be really arrogant and not worried about being caught to try to steal something like that. I mean, I would expect it to tighten up. But a 14-point swinging all the way through to a Biden win when Trump is up as much as he's up is unlikely. I expect it to get down to maybe Trump takes it by four or whatnot, which would be good. And then if he could just pick up Michigan uh, or uh, Wisconsin, I think that uh, we're good. I think we're golden after that point. So that's what we're looking towards currently uh tonight's been a long night I've been watching glued to the TV since about six o'clock I started early getting all the early uh you know commentary on everything and running straight through and it's had its ups and downs it looked like it was going really positive for Trump at one point then things started leveling off I know some people are disappointed I think a lot of people thought New York and California were in play but per normal they went blue so I think if you just go into the you know, into the election, automatically assuming they're going into that column. If for some reason they end up going your way, great. If not, you know, it's not like it's a big loss. You kind of expected it anyways. I think the people that are more let down are probably the people in that state or in those states because um, they probably saw a lot of momentum there and we're hoping that, hey, we're going to turn it this time. I'm a little surprised New York went blue. With as badly as Cuomo handled the virus in his state, uh, with as badly as uh, de Blasio has destroyed New York, you would think that the people would get out there and vote and vote, you know, red across the board and try to put Trump back in the House. And then when the time comes, vote those jokers out. But it went blue. California, they do ballot harvesting there. So I think California's a loss no matter what you do. California's just one of those states that 
you know, I, I think everybody thinks one day it's so wicked over there. It's just going to kind of slip into the sea, you know, uh, cause it's just a, it's, it's unfortunate that it is the way it is. It's unfortunate. It's been dem- a democratic stronghold for Jesus, five decades. And it doesn't look like it's changing anytime soon. And it's a shame for the people that are there, uh, people that are fleeing. The reason Arizona's so tight, the reason that Texas was, you know, of concern. If you are from those states, the reason you are fleeing your state is because you voted those people in and you voted for those policies. Leave them in that state, take a new outlook on life. And do not vote that way in your new state because you're going to ruin that one as well. And then you're going to have to flee again. Eventually, there will be nowhere to flee because the entire United States will be a hellhole. So please be considerate of why you are leaving your state. And know that whatever policies you voted for is why California is the way it is. So FYI, in case you missed that on your trip, keep that in mind. It looks like the Trump campaign is pretty hopeful, all in all, that he'll still pull it out. Uh, As far as the Senate seats go, we're looking like we're right on track to maintain the Senate. Uh, We had a few seats to give up, and it looks like if we lose one, we pick one up somewhere else. So as of right now, it looks like we will more than likely keep control of the Senate. The House, on the other hand, we needed to flip quite a bit of seats in the House, and it seems at the moment that we are on track to possibly pick up the House. It is, uh, it really is a toss-up at this point. If just a few races go our way, then we could potentially pick the House up. Uh, in an ideal world, we pick the House up, we get, we retain the Senate, and we retain the presidency, or we win back the presidency. Uh, we're golden, you know, at that point, it's not a matter of cramming things down people's throat or anything of that nature. But at that point, we need to work together as a team collectively and put some, you know, fail safes in place and some safety measures to prevent a lot of the things the Democrats are talking about doing, you know, make it a two third majority in the Senate to expand the court. So, you know, that you're not going to be able to pack the court, you know, uh, protect the filibuster, maybe in, you know, that a similar scenario and pass these bills, but they need to do, they need to put some protections in place while they have it, you know, control of everything. So that way going forward, if a Democrat takes the house, I mean, takes, uh, you know, the presidency and or the house or the Senate or anything else, um, you know, it, it won't be so devastating. You know, they they have they won't be able to pull off a lot of these crazy things that they want to do. It'll give us some protection and it'll allow America to continue on uh, at least for a little while longer. You know, it, we're it looks like we're in fear of America we're losing America every day, and with the way they're indoctrinating our children. You know, these kids are growing up with no respect for our country, our flag, anything. And it's it's scary, you know, going forward because you're just – it's hard to imagine. I don't know. I, going to school, we were always taught, you know, you stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. You stand for the flag. You love your country. You understand your history. We are definitely not a perfect nation by any means, but we are the greatest nation, and we can take up any challenge – 
So any problems we do have, they can be fixed. Uh, we don't just scrap the whole idea, burn it to the ground and start over. Because number one, the system that they want is socialism. It, it will burn it to the ground and it ain't going to come up. It's going to stay on the ground. It, you, the, you'll have a few rich people up top and the rest of us are going to suffer and pay the price. So whatever problems we have can be worked out. It can be fixed. What needs to happen is uh, we need to open up lines of communication with each other again and be civil with each other and work problems out rather than hate, hating each other and yelling and screaming at each other and you know not trying to see it from you know the opposite points of views. So I don't know if this whole election is going to cause more division or unity. Uh, it's yet to be seen, but... Uh, Going forward, hopefully, we can all start to get on the same page. I, I just really hope this election goes without any real, you know, big surprises as far as cheating goes or whatnot. I know that they had, it has been reported by all the news media outlets and everything that they have not seen any interference from China or Russia or anything of that nature. It looks like all the protections we put in place what we have voted for should be true. Um, but it's just a question of it's, are the states going to report it correctly? It just seems to me that it's very ironic. All the states that are going to be late on reporting are blue states with uh, Democratic governors. And it just, you know, a lot of the states that have been having problems or severe lockdowns or governors acting like tyrants. So it does leave that question that you know are you going to cheat are you guys trying to pull something over I mean look Michigan's a prime example I mean she locked everything down so tightly uh, got voted against by the Supreme Court and still tried to impose her rule they call Trump you know a, a tyrannical ruler but Whitmer she is a prime example of somebody that's overstepping their boundary of somebody who's acting like a dictator or a tyrannical ruler um, I mean, like I said, even with the Supreme Court, she's not listening to them, that she's defying what they want. She's requiring people that if you go to a restaurant, you have to give your name and phone number, yeah, I mean, to eat food so they can contact trace you. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me, anybody, somebody that would do that and anybody that's that nasty of a person would have no problem cheating in an election uh, just to get their way. So not a big surprise there. Unfortunately, I can't give you the results tonight because, uh, like I said, everybody's lagging. A few of these states are lagging, and we can't get them in. Uh, hopefully, tomorrow we'll get some more numbers. We'll get some solid numbers, and we can actually have, hopefully, a solid win, and we're not stuck at, like, 269, 269, where it goes to court, and it'll be a hot mess. So, hopefully, we can get some good numbers coming in tomorrow. Um, I'll do my next podcast Friday, as I normally do. You might even be till Friday till we get some numbers. Hopefully it'll be before that, but I'll cover some more of it again on Friday and to see where we left off. By then I should have pretty much at least locked down, you know, the Senate, the House, and hopefully the presidency by then. And at least we'll know at, the, at that time where we stand with everything else. Because of how late it is, this podcast is not edited. So if I'm fumbling around my words a little bit, or if I you know, missaid something or misspoke, uh, I'm not trying to go back and fix it. Because like I said, it's uh, after 2 in the morning. I do go to work at 6.30, so I'll just end up taking a quick nap 
before I go to work. Um, but otherwise, have a good night. 